Hi there. We're Dr. Luffy and Dr. Leah. You're listening to the Medical and Dental Podcast. Luffy is a medical doctor and Leah is a dentist. We're sisters who are both based in Melbourne. Our podcast will discuss medicine and dentistry, but we'll also touch on other topics such as current affairs, lifestyle, health and fitness, and everything in between. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome back to our podcast. This is episode five, and today we'll discuss how to lower cholesterol. We've spoken briefly about cholesterol in one of our previous podcasts, but it's definitely a topic worth dedicating an entire episode on, especially because high cholesterol typically doesn't cause any symptoms. You may have chosen to listen to this podcast because either you're concerned about your health and you want to kickstart yourself into a healthier you, Or you or your partner or loved one may have just had some blood tests done, including what we call a lipid profile, and you've discovered that your cholesterol levels are outside the normal ranges. It's important to know that unless you have a blood test and lipid profile done, you may not know how high your cholesterol is until it leads to a medical emergency such as a heart attack. This is not to say that everyone of all ages needs to have a lipid profile done, but it's important to think about your diet, your weight and your lifestyle and discuss with your GP or family physician whether you should have a cholesterol check. In Australia, the current guidelines recommend that you have a lipid profile done from the age of 45 onwards or from the age of 35 onwards if you are of Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander descent. Some people may need to start having a lipid profile earlier if you have any specific risk factors such as diabetes, obesity or a family history. Your doctor will advise you about how often you need to have your cholesterol checked. It's anywhere between 12 monthly to 5 yearly depending on your cardiovascular risk which is your risk of heart disease and blood vessel diseases such as heart attack or stroke. So why is cholesterol so important? Well, according to the World Health Organization, globally, one third of ischemic heart disease, so angina and heart attacks, are attributable to high cholesterol. This can be reduced, though, because even just a 10% reduction in cholesterol in men aged 40 has been reported to result in a 50% reduction in heart disease within five years. The same 10% reduction in cholesterol in men aged 70 years can result in an average 20% reduction in heart disease in the next five years. Before we discuss more about how to improve your cholesterol levels, we should briefly talk about the lipid profile, which is the blood test which you can have done to check your cholesterol levels. So when you have a lipid profile done, you will see a whole lot of different numbers. In brackets, you will find the normal ranges. Let's talk about how to interpret this lipid profile. The total cholesterol level is the overall amount of cholesterol found in your blood. This is important, but what is also important is the type of cholesterol because you need high levels of one and low levels of others in order to lower your risk of cardiovascular events. LDLs, what are LDLs? So low density lipoproteins. This is bad cholesterol that deposits in the arteries Because it builds up in the arteries, it narrows the arteries and increases the risk of heart attack and stroke. Mm -hmm. 
HDLs. What are HDLs? High density lipoproteins. This is good cholesterol that is protective. HDL acts as a scavenger, collecting LDLs and carrying LDLs away from the arteries and back to the liver, where LDLs are broken down and removed from the body. So the higher the HDL, the better your lipid profile. Triglycerides. Triglycerides are the most common type of fat in the body. They store excess energy from your diet. So it's not just your total cholesterol levels that are important to look at. You also need to consider the levels of the different types of cholesterol. For instance, high triglycerides combined with high LDLs is linked with fatty buildup in the arteries. So that's not a good lipid profile. High triglycerides combined with low HDL is also linked with fatty buildup in the arteries. So again, not so good a lipid profile. A good lipid profile would consist of high HDL, low LDL and low triglycerides. So how can you be proactive to help reduce cholesterol and improve your lipid profile to improve your heart health and overall health? Let's talk about some lifestyle changes that you can implement. Number one, reduce your intake of unhealthy fats. So the key to better cholesterol is to move away from saturated fats and trans fats and instead choose foods with unsaturated fats. Did you know that there are four main types of fats? Monounsaturated fats, polyunsaturated fats, which include omega-3 and omega-6 fats, saturated fats and trans fats. Unhealthy fats are saturated fats and trans fats. Saturated fats can be found in both animal and plant products. Trans fats are the worst type of dietary fat. Trans fats have no known health benefits and there is no safe level of consumption. This is why they have been officially banned in the United States. Common sources of saturated fats and trans fats, the bad fats, include red meat, whole milk, cheese, butter, lard, ghee, fat on meat, skin on chicken, deep fried foods, cream, ice cream and processed foods such as biscuits, cakes, pastries, pies and takeaway foods. Just as an aside, we see a lot of people recommending using coconut oil instead of butter to cook with as a healthier option. There are reports that it helps blast away belly fat, suppresses your appetite, strengthens the immune system, prevents heart disease and prevents dementia and Alzheimer's disease. Well, all of that is false. You should avoid commercial coconut oil, so the regular coconut oil that you can get from the supermarket. Coconut oil is 100% fat, 80 to 90% of which is saturated fat, so the bad kind of fat. That's why it has that firm texture at cold or room temperatures. There is evidence that coconut oil also raises low-density lipoproteins, which is the bad cholesterol that deposits in the arteries. So basically, you should avoid cooking with coconut oil where possible and opt for healthier oils such as olive oil, sunflower oil, canola oil, peanut oil and soybean oil. Number two, increase your intake of healthy fats. Healthy fats are monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats. Unsaturated fats can improve cholesterol levels by decreasing the bad cholesterol that deposits in your arteries. Unsaturated fats can also increase HDLs, which is the good cholesterol, which is protective. Examples of monounsaturated fats are olive oil, peanut oil, canola oil, 
avocados, nuts like almonds, hazelnuts and pecans, and seeds like pumpkin and sesame seeds. Examples of polyunsaturated fats include sunflower oil, corn oil, soybean oil, canola oil, walnuts, flax seeds, fish, and in particular, salmon, mackerel, and sardines. Omega-3 and omega-6 fats are important types of polyunsaturated fat. The body can't make omega-3 and omega-6, so they need to come from food. So how can you reduce unhealthy fats and increase healthy fats in your diet? Well, you do exactly that. Eat less of the saturated and trans fats that we listed and eat more of the unsaturated fats that we listed. Remember, don't go overboard with unsaturated fats either. Fats have a lot of calories, so as with everything, eat healthy fats in moderation. You can also reduce your fat intake by cutting the fat off meat, eating dairy foods that are low in fat, limiting baked and fried foods and prepackaged snacks, steaming or boiling instead of frying food when cooking, replace butter with oils rich in polyunsaturated fats such as soybean, canola, corn and sunflower oils. Number three, increase soluble fiber. Fiber is an important part of a healthy, balanced diet. It helps to keep our bowel healthy and functioning properly. Fiber keeps us full and prevents constipation or poor bowel health. Soluble fiber forms a gel when mixed with water, making your bowel contents more viscous. This will make food stay in the digestive tract for longer, slowing the emptying process, which helps you feel fuller for longer. It is also beneficial to help lower blood cholesterol levels. It's also found in vegetables such as potatoes, peas, beans, cabbage and cauliflower and in legumes such as lentils and other grains such as oats and barley. Number four, reduce alcohol. Chronic alcohol use above the recommended safe levels can significantly increase your triglyceride levels. If your triglyceride levels become too high, they can build up in the liver and cause fatty liver disease. High triglyceride levels can also increase your risk of pancreatitis, which is inflammation of the pancreas. If I see that someone has unusually high levels of triglycerides on their lipid profile, that will usually prompt me to take a more detailed history about your alcohol consumption. Some people may not even know what the safe levels of drinking are or know the effect of alcohol on cholesterol. The National Health and Medical Research Council recommend that healthy men and women drink no more than 10 standard drinks per week and no more than four standard drinks on any one day. The less you drink, the lower your risk of alcohol-related harm. And for some people with certain medical conditions, not drinking at all is the safest option. Number five, exercise regularly. Studies show that regular exercise can help lower bad cholesterol levels and raise good cholesterol levels. Studies have shown that exercising at least two and a half hours a week is enough to raise HDLs and improve LDL and triglycerides. The Australian Heart Foundation recommends 30 to 45 minutes of physical activity per day, five or more days of the week to help reduce your risk of heart disease and heart attacks. This level of physical activity can also prevent and manage many conditions and diseases, including some cancers, type 2 diabetes, and it can also improve mental health. 
You can incorporate regular exercise into your day by walking, jogging, cycling, or doing resistance exercises with light weights. Remember, before you start a new exercise program, make sure you see your doctor to ensure that it is safe for you to do so, particularly if you have any existing medical conditions. Number six, exclude other medical causes of high cholesterol. So we've talked about all the important lifestyle measures that can help reduce cholesterol, but it's also important to exclude any medical conditions that can raise your cholesterol levels, such as an underactive thyroid, diabetes, liver disease, and kidney disease. See your doctor to discuss whether any of these conditions could be associated with your high cholesterol levels. And I think that brings us to the end of episode five. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed episode five of the Medical and Dental Podcast. If you liked what you heard, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes or share and subscribe to stay up to date with our uploads. Always remember, healthy mind, healthy body. See you next time.